Pull up a chair and get comfortable. It's time to talk about your federal benefits. Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators presents the FABC Podcast with Elizabeth Inman and Brian Fentress. Hello, hello. I'm Elizabeth Inman, Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators, talking about the hot topic of postal reform. Now, not postal reform just for the sake of postal reform. We're talking about the changeover for postal employees that are currently employed from their federal employee health benefit plan to the new postal service health benefit plan that will take place January the 1st of 2025. Now, we're in 2023. Why am I talking about this now? Now is going to impact open season 2023. If nothing else, the impact's going to be in your ability to make phone calls during open season and get your questions answered. That's the least amount of the impact. I want to prepare you now because in 2024 open season, you've got to make the decisions for what will go into effect in 2025. So now's the time. Now is the time. That's why it's important to you now to start being educated about this new Postal Service Health Benefit Plan. Now, if you're a federal employee listening to this, you're thinking, what does postal reform have to do with me? What does the Postal Service Health Benefit Plan have to do with me? Well, you know, right now, today in 2023, it has the same impact on you. If you think you're going to be able to call leading up to and during open season 2023 and get questions answered about your health benefits or what plans you may be looking at, get ready. The lines are going to be long. They're already, it's in the media telling you that call volume is going to be astronomical starting this open season. That impacts you as a federal employee, not just as a postal employee. But it it is also going to impact you as a federal employee moving forward because when they pull the federal, the postal employees out of the federal employee health benefit plan and we have these two brand new pool, uh, the risk pools, it's going to impact what your premiums are, what your payouts are. It could even impact what plans are available. Now, Let's just say all of that goes like clockwork and that all of the predictions that the powers that be that made these decisions um, wanted it to be perfect. It just goes perfect. The other reason why postal employees, federal employees, postal retirees, federal employees need to listen to all of these podcasts is because they're doing this under the new cloud program. And it's, it's a cloud-based platform that they're going to be using for the postal service first. And once they make it a cloud-based program for postal employees, they then will move it all to the cloud-based program for all federal employees. Now, all of you guys were impacted by the TSP transition of 2022. All of you. Did that go well for everybody? Mmm. This is going to be every bit as big, if not bigger, of a transition. And we just owe it to ourselves. You guys owe it to yourself to be prepared. So we started this uh, four podcasts back. This is podcast number four on postal reform or 
on the new Postal Service Health Benefit Plan. I don't really even know what to call it because it's going to impact all of you guys. <laughs> um, I, and here's the other piece. We're getting into the nitty gritty of the facts about the new Federal Employee Health Benefit Plans, Postal Service Health Benefit Plans, this changeover. And I'm going to talk on one fact today. But if all you heard was this one fact today, then you could walk away and you could have a lack of information that could impact you later on. You have to listen to all of the facts. But, but I know you guys. I am one of you guys. I retired myself. I'm, I'm running a second career. I'm running a business called Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators. I don't want to sit and listen to an hour-long podcast on health insurance. I don't. Um, but if you don't listen to all of it, what happens now if you happen to be 64 and older is going to be different later on if you're an active employee under the age of 64. Those two facts are different. You need to listen to the whole podcast series to get all of the education necessary to be prepared come open season 2024. So listen up. I'm going to talk about what we've talked about so far. So far, the Postal Service Reform Act of 2022 was signed into law of April 2022. This is what we're talking about. You're going to be required to select a health insurance plan for the Postal Service Health Benefit Program during 2024 open season. Now, right now, I'm specifically talking to Postal Service employees. I'm doing a series of podcasts for Postal Service employees that are actively employed. My second series that I will soon start will be for postal uh, annuitants. That means you've already retired like me. That would be like me, <laughs> that you're already retired from the postal service. But if you're a federal employee or a federal retiree, it will be worth you listening for 10 minutes or less to each of these podcasts because it's going to be filtered with information that will impact federal employees and federal retirees and the selections you get to make on your federal employee health benefit plans moving forward starting in 2024 and beyond. Not only that, but Medicare impacts every one of you. And this is now directly tied to Medicare for every federal and postal employee in some form or fashion. And I'll be talking about that. So starting in open season 2024 from November the 11th of 2024 to December the 9th of 2024, Postal employees will have to make their Postal Service Health Benefit Plan options. Now, also, those options and premium information is not going to be available until October of 2024. So you're not going to have a whole lot of time to study that information. OPM is going to launch a new enrollment platform. I talked about it's a cloud-based platform for health insurance. And how to make those elections during the new system will be available prior to that open season. They're not even giving us a date yet. That brings us to the topic I want to talk about today. I'm going to talk about active employees age 64 or older as of January 1st, 2025. This is one category. Do not think this is a catch-all for everybody. This is one category. But as I was studying about this category of employees, I, I couldn't help but um, think about my good friends. In fact, I consider 
this particular fam family, two of my best friends in the whole world, specifically uh, the woman, I'm not going to name names because I don't need to name names, but this lady I actively worked with throughout my career in the postal service. And to this day, we've both been retired for over 13 years and I consider her one of my best friends and her and her husband are now in their golden years, what we would call the golden years. I think her husband has probably had, I, I didn't stop and count, but six or seven surgeries. And the last two or three of those surgeries have literally been life-threatening. These are not heart surgeries. This is not cancer. This, this is another particular type of surgeries that literally, if something went wrong with those surgeries or if those surgeries were not successful, could have been the end of his life. So with every surgery, the call comes out, Elizabeth, please pray. Please pray. These are very serious surgeries. I can't even imagine the medical bills that's associated with these surgeries. And then just within the last two weeks, she's had a surgery herself that, that could have been totally life altering. Now, thank goodness her surgery ended up being very, very good. But here they are enjoying their retirement. This couple, um, their kids are grown. Their grandkids are even grown. They're really into that phase of their retirement where they, they've taken cruises, multiple cruises. They go multiple places. They go south for the winter. They move. They come back north for the summertime to be cooler in the summertime. They're on the go all the time, all the time on the go. They plan for their retirement. They have plans for their retirement. I promise you, they've got their next 12 months mapped out. But every so often, the plans that they've got mapped out gets interrupted by these health crises. I can't even imagine what their thoughts are about what's going to happen with this Postal Service health benefit plan and what kind of changes to their Medicare because they're both on Medicare now. How, how is the, the changes that's coming up going to impact their lives knowing that there's future uh, surgeries for him involved, knowing that at the drop of a hat, I mean, they had a trip planned to Israel when all of a sudden this surgery for her popped up. She didn't even know if she was going to be able to make the trip to Israel, already paid for non-refundable uh, uh, um, tickets for this particular trip to Israel. Do you understand? I mean, this is why I'm so passionate. I, I'm still extremely interwoven into postal and federal employees' lives. Most of my best friends are either postal or federal in some form or fashion. I still live, eat, drink, and breathe this stuff. I want to get this information into your hands. So with that, I'm going to finish up with our, our latest fact. And this fact, I want to read it. This is very technical stuff. I want to get it right for you. I want to go slow and I want to make sure you understand point number four that I'm making. If you are an active postal employee age 64 or older, as of January the 1st, 2025, you are not required to enroll in Medicare Part B to continue your postal service health benefit insurance coverage once you retire. However, upon your retirement and enrollment to Medicare A, 
which typically is at age 65, you will have the option to enroll in Medicare Part B during a special enrollment period. If you are the primary subscriber, your covered family members will not be required to enroll in Medicare Part B to stay on your Postal Service Health Benefit Plan. However, enrollment in Medicare Part B may reduce your overall cost for healthcare-related expenses and may provide better value for you and your family. Now, I read that word for word. It's very specific, but do not deviate from the specifics of, that, of those facts because you can't take that and modify that and make it cover other, other situations. You need to listen to podcast number four, which is this one and podcast number five to make sure you're covering all your bases. Please understand these facts have to go together for you to understand your specific situation. So review podcasts one through three, listen to number four and stay tuned for podcast number five. You can go back and subscribe to our podcasts and you can catch us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. We're not hard to find. Find us at www.febcnow.com and you can email me at elizabeth at febcnow.com. We love to sit down, have these kind of conversations with you. Make sure that you're educated and that you're ready. Come the changes with the health insurance. Don't get caught unaware. That's for sure. We're happy to help.